Hey guys, I want to preface this episode with um, having to edit out something that is kind of a big deal. Um, I don't like to edit my podcasts. However, I decided not to move over to a platform in which I was going to move over to in 2020. Um, That being said, in this episode, you're going to hear me talk about moving over to Patreon. So just fast forward that part if it's in there. I tried to edit it out. If it's still in there, I apologize. And like I said, I'm sticking with my anchor. They've been good to me. Um, And the fee structures with Patreon guys were just not something that I felt comfortable with. So um, I am staying where I am. I am happy that you guys are sticking by me. And what's great about it is my podcast continues to be free. So that's a great thing for everybody. Um, donations are always welcome. Um, it's important to get those donations to continue to create great content. Um, but like I said, the fee structure with Patreon, I just was not okay with. And um, I hope you guys are happy about that. The episode is going to be about chomos and chomos are child molesters those guys are the guys or girls that are the ones in prison that you don't want to come across these are the people that are the people that are touching kids trying to touch kids have been convicted of either molesting children raping children trying to attempting to have any sort of sexual contact with children and these are the low of the fucking low. Many people would already suspect that. However, when I grew up, okay, I grew up early 90s, okay, 2000 range. I remember talking to my father about it, and he was so delicate with me about so many things, and my father was a warden at one time. Um, actually, for a long time, he was a warden, and then he was commandant of the Department of Corrections for the state of Connecticut. So he had 30 plus years of uh, inside info on these types of guys. And these guys were the lowest of the low. Now, back in the day, in the 80s, I remember my father telling me these guys were turned out like, I mean, <laughs> Aunt Jemima. I don't even fucking know how to say it. Like, they were treated like... I mean, they were put on death sentence per the order of inmates. I mean, like, inmates took their course upon these types of men and women in the DOC. Now, things are different. Back in the day in the 80s and 90s, these types of people were treated as if they were a rat not not as a rat in speaking terms of they spoke upon their own kind and ratted on others. They, they were treated as a rat in the sense that you want to squash them and kill them, and it was kill on sight, all right? This is something that many people don't understand nowadays. They think that, and I see so many times in public forums in news blogs or whatever it may be that people think that these types of people are treated the same way well they're not and i'll tell you why they're not it it has nothing to do with the criminals and the doc and the department of corrections these fucking guys and girls are all still there but the rules have changed the rules have changed by the department of corrections it has nothing to do with the way that criminal mentality works, 
All right. If you were a criminal, all right, let's say you you were put in prison in the 70s and you're still there now and it's 20, almost 20. All right. You still have the mentality that you had in the 80s, which was fucking kill on sight to a chomo, a child molester. However, you don't have the accessibility to do so like you did back in the day. Back in the day when my father was a fucking warden, all right, they were dealing with guys doing shit like this. And I'll give you examples. There was guys that had fucking, I don't know, mops, brooms. These guys, they were. Th- this was their uh, reward in a way. They had some sort of job. A job in prison, you are rewarded. It is a job. You're making fucking two cents an hour, but it's a fucking reward. Now, this reward entitles you to hold a mop, hold a freaking broom, hold a broomstick, and it also allots you to break that broom and shove it up Chomo's asses and kill them that way. And that is the reality of the situation back in the 80s, back in the 70s, um, early 80s, early 90s. I'm sorry to laugh, but this is my, I mean, perspective on this. I feel like every person that is a child molester uh, should deserve this type of fate. I remember my father saying to me as a young kid that, you know, you have to remember, Leash, these these guys, these men or women, they have children back at home. These guys and women have families. They have children. They have committed crimes. However, many of them have a wife, have a kid or two or three or four or five or six, and they are locked away from, in their mind, protecting them. Whether you feel like it's their fault or not, they are locked away from protecting their wife and kids, specifically their children. And that is a big thing in prison is being prideful about protecting their family. Um, A lot of guys go in there thinking that the crime they committed, which I disagree on, and I'll, I'll get on this, I disagree with a lot of the mentality of criminals that go to prison thinking it is prideful that they went away for whatever the hell they did if they say that they did it for their family. There are many things you can do to provide for your family that isn't criminal, okay? Um, But I also, in a lot of ways, can see their perspective if they were raised on the street, which is a street mentality where they don't understand that there are other ways, maybe, which I find it almost hard to believe that in this day and age, you don't understand. It's like, honest to God, it's how much you want to change in this world. Um, But there are some that are really just, I hate to say it, dumb fucks, but they really are. They're really fucking dumb. And they don't understand that they can do other things. They can get out of the projects. They can get out of the ghetto and they can do better things. And a lot of them, to be quite honest, are just fucking lazy. And a lot of people don't want to say that on a podcast, but I will. Um, A lot of them are lazy. A lot of people are lazy. They don't know that God, Chubbs is snoring, and I swear to God, this new mic, you guys can't hear it, but I can, and it's really screwing with me. So 
this is why I have a Patreon now. This is why I need freaking earmuffs, technically earmuffs, um, so I can listen to myself speak in this and not hear Chubbs's like sleep apnea during this. Um, so back to what I was saying. A lot of these people, men and women, are brought up in extreme poverty. So this is where I will do the delicate portion of it. Extreme poverty. And they know no better. However, I, I believe if you're going to school and the state is mandating that you have to go to school, there is no way for you to not understand that there are other options for you to better your life and you are making a fucking choice not to, and you are putting yourself in a position to commit crimes, to try to shortcut in society, and now you're crying that you are being prideful in prison to protect your family from chomos. And that is that is my one perspective of it. I like to view things in all ways, and I view the criminal's view I view society's view and I view my own personal view, which is it is two-sided. I could see a criminal doing a crime once, learning their lesson, going to the state pen, realizing that it isn't fucking Disneyland, and then getting out and saying, I never want to fucking go back and making sure that that never happens. But that is not the majority. The majority is people going in realizing that they are building a network within the Department of Corrections and then getting out and doing it again and realizing that they are more taken care of inside the Department of Corrections that they are outside. And that's sadly for a whole nother episode, which I will get into at another time. But back to the chomos. So the chomos in prison in the 1980s were taken care of. And if you could see me, which were hoping to get to that and that's why there's going to be a patreon starting soon um chomos are the lowest of the low there's like snitches all right there's like six nine the rapper there's snitches which we'll get into that again later on in the next coming year i know that sounds very far-fetched but it's going to be very short term because we're going to be hitting up we're going to be throwing them out fucking monday wednesday fridays so Again, 6 9 is a fucking snitch. And now, snitches are nothing. Back in the day, snitches were the lowest of the fucking low. Well, chomos back in the day in the 1980s and 1970s, like, they were just fucking taken care of. And when I mean taken care of, they were just fucking killed. They were just done. Like, a CO didn't even have to do anything. Now, I don't even think I could talk about this, um, <laughs> to be quite honest, but... There's a lot of CEOs that know a lot of truth on what has happened in the 80s, in the 70s, in the 60s. You know, things were just handled. CEOs really would just tell people what to do. A lot in Rikers Island, you could you could talk about so many different stories about how they would just tell an OG, you know, a, a high-ranking guy in in um in a position in the prison what to do um, and tell the lower ranking inmates, uh, you know, take care of this this guy and they would and it would just be like taking out the trash. It would be doing the job of a CO, but it was the inmates doing it for them. A lot of that happened in Rikers. You could you could find a lot of stories about that 
all over YouTube. Um, it's crazy to be quite honest, but the stories that I heard from my father were really nuts. Um, a lot of it had to do with brooms. A lot of it had to do with breaking brooms over their knees and taking that broom, which think about it, you break a fucking broom. It's not a clean break. Okay. It's not a clean break. Not not like it would feel any better if it was a clean break, okay? You know, even you want to throw on some Vaseline and some lube, it still wouldn't even make it better. That's the, the fucking facts. But the reality is you break a broom over your knee. It doesn't break. It just is fucking terrible. You've got splinters. You've got, you know, sharp edges, whatever it is. In an inmate's mind, an OG, a lifer, someone that is not getting out, the worse the break, the better, okay? And these guys would then take that broomstick and they would shove it where the sun doesn't shine. And they would do so in a way where the guy isn't running around with a broomstick up his ass. It would just end it. His life would be over at that point. So he would die that way, the chomo. Now, to me my own opinion, justified. Many people would agree. However, in 2000, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, 16, all the way up to now, that's not happening. And I think a lot of people don't understand that that's not happening. A lot of people think that 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 mentality is still happening in the sense that people say, oh, we'll just put them in general pop, put them in general pop. General population will take care of it. That is not allowed. I'm sure it would happen if it was allowed, but it is not happening. Because, quite frankly, the DOC is protecting chomos. They are protecting these motherfuckers. These guys are in segregation. They are put in a separate area, all right? They are not in general population because of the threat upon them, which blows my fucking mind. You know, now I understand why my dad retired as soon as he did. It's unfortunate that my dad passed away, literally, like, within a year of his retirement. However, I can understand why my dad was so disgusted with the way that Department of Corrections was going. Um, It was no longer what he believed in, and I agree with him. I mean, now it's all about protecting these guys. And it's like, and women, excuse me. When I say these guys, please understand, I mean, you know, when you go to prison, it's like these guys. Like if you got to shave your head, if you got to look basically, you know, all right, I'll just stop there. Cause <laughs> if you, if you have to go to prison, you know, I'm just going to call you a guy. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Like it, it's just going to make it easier for me. So anyway, so you've got the chomos, in, in, in the 2019 era. And these, these guys, these gals are not going through the type of mentality. And some are, but not, not the majority because they are now segregated. They're getting their own type of food. Okay. They're getting their own type of food. They're getting a special area. They are being treated in a better way. And a lot of them or some of them from inmates that I have spoken to, they, some of them get to go to Walmart. 
some get to fucking leave and go to Walmart. And a lot of these guys, first time offenders or women, um, God, I keep saying it for legality reasons, but a lot of these chomos, I'll just say that, are being allowed to leave the premises of the penitentiary, which blows my fucking mind. So many men and women are in prison for non-sexual crimes on kids, like fucking, I don't know, um, let me think, stealing um, something under a few hundred dollars, okay? I'm not saying it's right. Not at all. It's a fucking crime. However, those people are not a danger to society in a way where they're a danger to your children and screwing up their childhood in a way where they're having fucking nightmares and their sexuality is questioned because some motherfucker decided to try to touch your kids privates you know and there are people in this world now that stole something for their family let's say i spoke to an inmate stole something for their family because they were um they were going, they were literally going on hard times. Okay. And I'm not going to get too much into it. Going on hard times and they stole something. All right. And they got more time. All right. As a first time offender than a chomo did. All right. First time offender for raping a child. And this chomo got better food, was segregated so that they couldn't be raped or beat up by other inmates, which many liberals will agree that that's the right thing to do. Okay. Which you're entitled to. I disagree. I think if you want to touch one of our children in a society, then if the judicial system doesn't give you a fucking life sentence, then you are going to be put in to a ring of inmates like, oh my God, I'm trying to think of an example that doesn't offend too many. Just kidding. I don't give a fuck. Like, the gladiator movie like it's like the fucking gladiator you're in there with guys that are in for life that will never see their kids again that have kids on the outside that are thinking of their kids being touched by somebody like you and you took that risk and that risk guess what chomos you now have to fight a lifer in prison which many people are like what does that mean a lifer in prison let's talk about it what do you have to lose as a lifer in fucking prison? Nothing. All you got to lose is soups, mags, nudes. I don't know. Everything that they fucking try to finagle in there. All right. Drugs. I'm assuming. I don't know. It's alleged. All these things, right? As a lifer, you are looking at life in prison. You know the system better than anybody in there. You know how it works. You know how the system, which I'm not going to get too much into because I really want to do a long episode and I want to do a lot of it on Patreon for those that are paying and those that are, and I hate to say it, paying, but those that are supporting LeashCast because I want you guys to understand that I do know a lot about this and the podcast in itself cannot produce the level of content that I want it to without the support of my loyal listeners. And I know, and I see you guys that are loyal. So I need you guys to step it up and I'm just going to lay it out for you. (laughs) 
and that's the facts. But back to this. Now, these guys that are lifers and these women, all right, that have, let's say, killed somebody in self-defense. A lot of people don't understand that. There are people in there for life and you think that they're just murderers and they're just vicious and you don't know the whole story. And I understand that people are innocent until proven guilty. I personally believe that people are innocent until you hear the whole fucking story, all right? Because there are people in there that I believe that are in there for life that just had a shitty-ass jury or that had a jury during a time and place in society where it was so politically diluted by a certain type of political party or um, political climate that they were just convicted on that. And that can be proven in a lot of ways. I won't get into OJ yet. I won't get into... Um, God, the the two brothers, my God, I won't, I, there's, I have a whole episode planned on them from California, the boys that, uh, that killed their parents. Um, but those boys between you and I, like you can keep a secret. I believe they're innocent and I will, I will give you the Menendez boys. I will give you a glimpse of how I feel. Like I said, I believe that they are innocent and I'll get more into it. And, I, and I, I'm going to expand in many more ways in the upcoming episodes on why I believe there are people that are innocent in prison. I mean, shit, there literally are. And there's people suing the, you know, their, their states because they're proven to be innocent and let go. So Jodi Arias, not so much. She's a fucking psycho. But, um, there are people like the Menendez boys that I personally believe um, were innocent. I feel as though there was a lot of proof that was not led into their trial. Um, and that has to do with chomos. That has to do with child molesters. Their father, they allege, was a child molester and, and including their mother. Um, you got to think how bad of a situation you got to be in. And this is why I bring them up. That you are in Beverly Hills... You're fucking loaded. You have every situation in life to literally enjoy. You're playing tennis. You're a freaking tennis legend. One of the one of the boys was. You've got money coming out of the ass. All right, maybe your parents are giving you a lot, but they're taking care of you. All right, which is, you know, you should be kissing their feet for. And you decide to kill them. I mean... I'm sorry, but you, it, the situation's got to be pretty fucking bad for you to do that. And and this is where I bring it up because a chomo is a scumbag in every sense of the word. They they manipulate you, a child, a fucking kid, all right? Somebody that doesn't understand right from wrong. They don't understand sexuality. They don't understand their body. They don't understand when you're supposed to feel certain things or when you're supposed to do things. They manipulate you for their own gain, all right? In a way that you're stealing the innocence of a child. This is not a petty thief. This is not someone that stole a car that you could get back, that there's insurance on, that you know better, that, and, and I'm, again, I have to preface this hard with no crime is okay, but when you are stealing the innocence of a fucking child, you're on a different level. 
to me. That is my personal opinion. That's the opinion of my father. That is the opinion of most criminals. And you got to think, like-minded men in prison and women that all can agree. And in prison, that's, that's pretty tough. All right, one thing that all prisoners agree on is respect. Respect, there is a code that you have to go by, and the majority of it is fucking respect. Now, there is one rule, like I said, that all of them agree on, is it's kill on sight with child molesters. Now, in this day and age, it is a lot harder to do so. Now, back in the day, if you were able to do that, you gained a lot of respect. You gained probably money. You gained food. You gained, you know, I don't know, a pat on the back. You gained, you know, a couple freaking steps up in the gang. I can only imagine, you know, my father used to say, like, I mean, guys would be getting fucking hamburgers from McDonald's. I mean, from people from the inside. And I'll leave it that you know, vague, because I can't go too deep into it. But let's just say everybody, everybody, including employees, respected the fact that child molesters were taken care of. And I don't mean taken to Walmart on day trips in there. All right. So these men and women were taken care of in there and they were just isolated like cockroaches. Now, now you've got them segregated. You've got the the government taking care of them. What is that showing society? You know, this is where I'm scared. I mean, a lot of people are. This is where people in, in in the correctional system that are employees that have worked for years are saying, you know what? I don't know if I want to be a member of this, you know, in a lot of ways, hence work for the DOC because it's like, I don't believe in, in, in what we're doing here. And a lot of them question it because of the fact that, you know what, what are we, what are we allowing and allotting these people? And then they're going back in society because they're only, nonetheless, everybody, nonetheless, they're getting like two to three years max. All right. For a first offense. So they're going out. All right. And the majority scientific proof is showing that these motherfuckers are hitting up kids again because that's what they they do it's a sickness all right that you can't you can't do 20 hail marys all right get punched in the face and in prison from people all right and then everything's better and 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 you're straight again and you're not going to touch a kid it just doesn't happen there are these historic pedophiles that wrote books on how to get away with pedophilia. It's sick. All right. These guys are, and women are, are sick fucks. And a lot of them like Jeffrey Epstein, which I've spoken a lot about are now looking into ways of getting around the whole male mentality of, you know, everybody looking at, Oh, who's the male figure in this sex trafficking or, or pedophilia type of thing. And they're using women as the ones that are bringing kids in. And it's really... 